Twas the month of Christmas and all through the town. People were decorating, shopping, and running around. Children were excited as holidays grew near, their hearts full of songs, laughter, and cheer. They sit on Santa's lap, their eyes aglow with joy, and whisper their wishes, every last girl and boy. Parents are decorating, cooking, and hosting their friends, wondering when the errands and to-do lists will end. But Christmas is for making memories with people we love, so our efforts will always go above and beyond. The Sharp Mortgage Team family believes just the same, and they checked their nice list and found your name. They wish they could leave a house underneath your tree, but they're here to help you buy a home for your family. If you find yourself hoping that Santa brings something special for you, they're here to make your mortgage dreams come true. Call the team today or schedule a time in 2023. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to every Winston-Salem family. This is the Triad Podcast Network. Welcome back. Episode 5 of Top Tier Talks. Um, Here with Justin Maxson. So, quick intro on Justin. Um, Justin has been at the gym longer than I have because when I was still in the fire academy, um, I was actually in EMT at the time, or EMT school, whatever they call it, and I came in, I think it was on a Monday morning to do a competition workout that was involved thrusters and double unders. And it was really cool because after the 5.30 a.m. class, Justin and another member stayed around just to cheer me on. They didn't know me from Adam um, and just stayed and just cheered me on in a workout that was uh, very challenging. So it was pretty cool to have my first interaction with Justin and then where our relationship has gone and grown. Um, and to watch that and be a part of that is something I'm, I'm really, really grateful for. Not often you get to see an elite athlete uh, do their thing. I remember uh, Michael Priest said, I think you should watch him. He's really good. He's, he's the future. <laughs> uh, and if I recall, you did it in like six minutes. It was, a good, it was a good workout for me. It was my best workout by far that year. Probably my best workout ever in the Open. Um, at the time, before all the knee surgeries, like the, the thrusters and the double was something I really enjoyed. So... You look cool. six years younger. <laughs> I look six years younger now or did? No, then. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, shorter hair, no facial hair, barely barely been a father. You were spry, How what I remember. <laughs> not, not no more, huh? You're just different. Yeah, it's, thank you. You're being generous. And Justin, I don't know when we... I can't remember the moment we first met, but we overlapped um, day after day in the 5.30 a.m. class for a few years. Uh, my memories of you is there was nobody in the gym who worked harder. Uh, and that, that is still true. But even then, when you were uh, newer to CrossFit, mm-hmm. it was clear you um, had a work ethic and a smile. I would say those two things combined um, made you stand up. They still do. Always enjoyed working out with you and you pushing me. That and it never so seemed early like in you, the morning. Yeah, no, it was a ton of fun. That and it never seemed like you needed to breathe, <laughs> which is still true. Like you take these tiny sips of oxygen that, where as I'm gulping them down, you just like. <laughs> seems like an unfair competitive advantage. Um, before we delve into the fitness 
stuff. Just give a little blurb about what you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, am in the trying to make things uh, um, a better line of work. Uh, and I've done it in a lot of different ways. It's generally uh, trying to help address issues uh, of poverty. Um, and I've done that as a practitioner, helping do local economic development at the community level. Um, done it as a presidential appointee in the government and running the rural development of the party USDA. Um, I moved to Winston-Salem because I ran um, a foundation, one of the Reynolds foundations where we made grants to promote economic and racial justice in the South. Um, and right now I do similar work as a senior fellow for a foundation that's based in Washington. What matters about it is that I try to figure out how to make um, to make systems work better for um, people. Justin, thank you for that. And we can yeah. we can talk about that as much as you would like, or wherever that leads to you into the it, questions. Because it, I, I it's related. For sure. Well, I know I know it's a big part of your life. Yeah. Anytime you yeah. talk to people, I mean, we're big here. Like, what are you doing? Um, in the most simpler way to try and make the world better. Like, yeah. again, I've been very open on everything. Like. At the end of the day, like we're all going to return to dust, but like, what are the legacy we're going to leave us? How we make the world better, and um, and that's that's challenging. That's not yeah. easy to do. Um, and grateful to have been a part of your journey so far, and look forward to wherever that takes us. Did it. Um, so fitness, um, just talk, talk through wherever you want to start. I like to start early on, but wherever what fitness meant to you is like growing up, what it didn't mean to you, um, and just that journey there from there, from wherever you want to start it until now, just like walk us through it and wherever we want to take yeah. that conversation. Let's go. Um, gosh, uh, where to start it? I, um, I was a soccer player and a runner. Those were sort of the ways I got into sports. Um, I was never really great at anything. I was a pretty good soccer player. Uh, I was fast. My older brother once said, you're the fastest guy on the field, but you look like a ungainly a buffalo as I run. Yeah. <laughs> that stood out. Right. Like, <laughs> I didn't forget it. Yeah. That, um, that, that actually I had made the regional round of like the U16 Olympic soccer whatever and he he came to watch a game and that was his that's what he told me after the game it's like oh how'd I do it's like ah you're fast but you look like a drunk buffalo something like that um the buffalo park it seems to stand out yeah it does yeah I can't quite remember uh I, um, you know, I was more in my head as a kid than I was in my body. Like, I definitely failed the presidential I'm a fitness oh, test, right? Yeah. That everybody, like, you had to take when we were young. I don't know if it was still around I, when no, you did. I remember taking it in school at some point, maybe my freshman year. I don't, yeah. I don't remember it a whole lot. I don't no, remember. It was like I don't, at an elementary school. Kind well, of I was thing. homeschooled, so, like, I didn't. Oh, I didn't, okay, uh, yeah, that's I didn't right. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did not know that. That explains so, ninth, so much. No. Ninth grade. Oh. No, no, but it does. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's all getting so much clearer. <laughs> um, you know, the part of that that I think everybody fails and that I definitely 
failed were the 10 strict pull-ups. Yeah. Like, I think, I think there were maybe two kids who, like, who had um, bird bones in, uh, in my class who could do the 10 strict, um, those pull-ups. Uh, but I remember wanting to be able to do them and not. And that has always stuck in my <laughs> cry. I can... Yeah. I wasn't able to do a pull-up until, like, if you, like... Five, four or five years ago, so wasn't able to do it. I always got national uh, instead of presidential. Uh, that. It's amazing how I've watched you do a lot of strip pull-ups. You know, I would say that fitness has always been important to me, and it wasn't really till my 30s where I became serious about fitness. And that was mostly running. Mm-hmm. I ran a lot. Mm-hmm. I raced. Um, mostly half marathons uh, in 10Ks. And um, it was really had nothing to do with my body at that point. It was really about uh, emotional and mental health. I always had some version of big jobs, you know, uh, I'm relatively speaking, um, intense and busy, uh, stressful, a lot of travel. And fitness was... Uh, um, it moderated the ups and downs that I could tell a day that I hadn't worked out as compared to a day I had in terms of my overall efficacy, ability to get done what I needed to do and do so without as much stress. So it, I really turned on to it because of the mental and emotional benefits of it. And then it happened to be, I was pretty fast. So I began to when in my age group of a 10k or a half um you know i was never fast enough to like um, win win but fit enough and fast enough that i did well enough that it became you know i i have a million and nine brothers somewhere between a million and nine and a million eleven i i lose count of them and um we are competitive (laughs) So we, you know, there was always backyard basketball and every sport you can imagine we played. And so as soon as I got good at something, it's hard to put it down, right? I'm a little bit of dog with a bone. Sometimes when I'm bad at it, I'm that way as well. At least I found that in CrossFit. Um, it's uh, really seven brothers, right? Uh, I have six brothers. Six brothers, one sister. Sister, yeah. 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 Um, Sorry, I have five brothers. Oh I'm six. Jim, me, Taylor, Paul, Jeff, Scott. Yeah. Okay. There's seven of you. Seven of us. Okay, that's what yeah. I guess. Okay. I do have to. I have to do that because there. I mean, there's enough of them. I can't quite. I have, you know, three siblings. I can't imagine having six. Yeah, seven with my. Yeah, seven with yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was four of us, yeah. and yeah, that's that's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot uh, of dynamics there. Yeah. The holidays are a time for family and friends to come together, especially indoors when it's cold outside. Is your home ready to entertain for the upcoming special occasions? You might need to put a home renovation on your wish list. And our gift to you is the opportunity with Icon Custom Builders. Our friends at Icon have been transforming homes in the triad since 2005, designing spaces that are both functional and festive creating a perfect atmosphere to gather with the ones you love this holiday season and every season in between. However you plan to celebrate, 
entertaining family and friends, or cozying up by the fire. Let Icon bring a little peace, comfort, and joy to your home. Visit their website, IconCustomBuilders.com, to schedule a consultation and get started today. I blew out my Achilles when I was 40. I was running a lot, maybe 70 miles a week. And I, um, I ran on the Berea College cross-country trail. And it was about a quarter mile from my house. And it was this beautiful piece of land, um, you know, hundreds of acres. And I knew that piece of land as well as any other piece of land I've ever known, right? I'd run it all for it. Um, seasons, I'd see the leaves uh, turn, ice on the creek. I knew every route, every uh, turn. Uh, and I love that about it. it was a way to be outside, a way to be on the land. I did it a lot and I damaged my Achilles. I didn't, um, I didn't snap it, but it frayed. And I had a bunch of Achilles pain and I went to an ortho. The, shirt, the short version was I had Achilles surgery when I was 40 uh, and I got fat. <laughs> I think that's how I'd say it. Uh, maybe a little roly-poly, definitely unhappy as hell, mm-hmm. and um, had to figure out something to do. And in that time, I got this job in Winston, and we moved to Winston-Salem, and um, I really couldn't run the same way I did. And at the time, we were living in the West End, and um, uh, downtown CrossFit or Winston-Salem CrossFit, I can't even remember what it was called, was right there, which is now... Uh, it's a brew house, Joy Mongers, which is um, some sort of karmic. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind having a beer in a place I used to do CrossFit, um, uh, as we often have a beer uh, here. Uh, anyway, so uh, I used to walk by that place, and the short version was, I was like, what are they doing in there with those barbells? And <laughs> it looked like trapeze. <laughs> It's hard to tell what the hell they were doing, but uh, I went in there. Uh, Pete Haas, who was the owner at the time, uh, gave me a demo, and I was hooked like in the first week. Matt, uh, 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 it was Matt Giegengack I met in my first at CrossFit, became fast friends with him. Uh, he's about to be 50, in case he's listening. Um, uh, but it really was instantaneous. What was it? What was it about it that made it so instant for you? Oh, it's a. I mean, it's a lot of things. I'd say three. One, it's a really good workout, right? So just generally, it is a sweat and a. F- uh, I mean, it it is the combination of the strength and mobility. And cardio combined, that is fantastic. Uh, two is I love to learn. I love to be coached. And, you know, the beauty of CrossFit is you can always get better and there's always something to tweak. And I loved being coached early on in a pull-up and any of the Olympic lifting, just in the body, kinetic, you know, how you hold and move your body. And then the last one is the, uh, I was shocked at the community aspect of it, just how much I liked it. Um, it's really, um, a surprisingly diverse 
set of folks, uh, ideology, economics, though it's expensive, so, you know, it, it trends a certain way, but um, those three things are just powerful. I don't really know anything else like it. And that, that combination is a little bit like crack for me. Had you ever done any group fitness Nothing. before that? I, I mean, then, been running alone. Well, or? I did soccer, which obviously is a team sport. Yeah. But then I did tennis. Uh, I ran. I skied. I did basketball, right? So a team sport, a little bit of baseball, but not much. Um, and I would have said, taint no way I would want to do, uh, I mean, a, a class-based um, situation and man I was wrong immediately and knew I was wrong like within the first three weeks I was like what the hell why doesn't everybody do this I mean it does have a lot for everybody and that's the that's one of the beauties of it right is I think anybody gets a positive out of it mm-hmm. do you see it any differently I'm curious if you uh, get anything else out of it other than those the three, I mean, the workout, the mental, mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you touch, I think it's definitely like a holistic workout with the strength and conditioning. Yeah. It's definitely, um, I am, since I am not a coach, I really like to be coached. Um, I like the, um, I like that there's always something to learn and work on. And then, I agree. Yeah. The community. Oh, or, and crushing and your people, competition. And the people around you not quitting. It's very motivational. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And the crushing the competition. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a good crusher, though. <laughs> I remember wait, 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 so you... <laughs> acutely. I remember so acutely when I used to beat Melissa all the time. And then the day that changed, and it changed for good. <laughs> Like, it wasn't like one day we would go back and forth. It was like a Tuesday all of a sudden. <laughs> In any workout, I couldn't beat her. Ben, would you say those are three things? Oh, and I would say also, um, well, I think maybe fitness in general, but the mental health piece for me help us manage my anxiety and stress. But what would you say are, would you agree with those outlets um, or points? Or Yeah, I would definitely agree with them. The little piece that I would add is we use the word community, and really what me and Melissa have found um, since since owning this is it's the culture, mm-hmm. um, and and culture is not for everybody. Again, I was I was um, was it the book Unreasonable Hospitality where he talks like cult is just short for culture, and the culture that uh, Will Gadara mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I did yeah. not say his name right, you know running the voted best restaurant in the world. Uh, Madison 11 is that right Madison 11 Park like just talking about unreasonable hospitality but also like like when he fired somebody like so it's just like the culture that you promote like breeds the community that you want and it's just it's interesting to like it's like somebody that for you like I remember when I I mean I didn't it wasn't even a member here let alone a coach let alone the, the, the co-owner like you stayed and you watched it's just like that like, it's like that's like even though like we're not we don't promote competition now like but if you want it like we're here for you to provide for that if we can um, but it's the culture, like, you stay, you, 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 you care about the people that are in your, in your community, in your culture. Um, the culture has transformed massively over the time I've been here. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I think y'all have been extremely intentional 
to widen what is acceptable a performance and make it accessible to all sorts of body types and it and it was never actively not or anti that but i think y'all have stepped into a more open and uh, a welcoming culture that i think i felt the change well and i think that when we distinguish between community and culture it's it's been helpful for me because People come and go um, with seasons of life or if it's not a good fit anymore. But the culture is something that you do have control. You don't have control over that as much, but you do have control over the culture that you're trying to foster. And sometimes it's there are, are the bumps and things are not, you know, we, we're navigating. That's perfect. <laughs> Tell me one thing. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Smooth sailing never made a skilled sailor. There you go. Uh, somebody once said to me in the context of an organization that you discover a, 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 a culture, you don't build it. And that always sat wrong with me, right? Because I think you both discover it and you build it, right? It's like you, and, and I think the a discover part is like, you got to bring people in who share a set of values that translate into the, the uh, uh, culture that you want. And that's a iterative, like y'all have some core uh, coaches who reflect a set of values, some they brought, some y'all have, I think, created together that translate into the, um, I think, the culture we have. But y'all have also been intentional to do things that build a culture, right? Mm -hmm. The activities, I, I forgot what you, um, socials. Oh, socials, yeah. thank you. Um, uh, and just the welcoming, the way you all um, support everybody at any fitness level, uh, how explicit we are about how to scale a workout. I mean, there, there are a lot of things that I think translate into a culture that make it for, uh, I think, good community. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the things I liked that I yes. didn't expect. It's a really good that. summary right there, I think. Timing is everything in life. And I'm certainly hoping that my timing is right to deliver this message to you from the Ginther Group, a triad real estate team with a vast local knowledge. What's the question you often ask yourself when it comes to buying or selling a home? Is this the right time? Buyer's market, seller's market, low interest rates, high interest rates, doesn't matter. The answer can always be yes. You just have to strategize appropriately. And we provided many of those guides in our podcast with Blake Ginther and his team right here on this same feed. But here's a new one offered by the Ginther Group. Let's say you want to sell, but your home condition isn't ideal for a competitive marketplace. They've got a program that can help called Renovate Now, Pay Later. That's right. If your home is a little rough around the edges, you can make the improvements now and pay at closing when you sell. Contact the Ginther Group at 336-283-8689 or visit theginthergroup.com to learn more and see if it's an option for you. You can also talk to them about other helpful resources, like their first-time homebuyer seminar or a real estate wealth management consultation. Whatever you need, contact them today, and like me, you can become a Ginther Group client for life. I am 51, right? Yep. Right. Okay. Um, and... The declaration. Yeah, hell yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah, well, I... <laughs> You know, when I was 31, I was like, shit, I'll never be 50. 
I know. I am 31, and I know it's coming. It's like I see it around the corner. Uh, my point is, at the time, it only it felt like it only happened to other people. Oh. Uh, and here I am at 51, and um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I, I am, um, am growing into a recognition that I have limits. And it's not that I ever, that I never thought I didn't have limits, but just that I'm, I'm realizing, um, I, I think a lot about happiness now, right? Like what, it's been a hard uh, seven years for me. I got divorced. Um, we had COVID, some challenges at work. I joined the administration. That was a a 65 hour a week as a job when I was back and forth like it's been a hard a hard period and it's made me think more about what uh, happiness means for me and how I do it and body is one of the things right exercise so is um, is food uh-huh. I think food is me- medicine Y'all preach that without actually preaching it. But we don't think of, of food as medicine, but I think we should, right? Like what you put into your body every day is as powerful as maybe any other single thing you do that you can control, right? What you eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so CrossFit and eating uh, better have just become sort of synonymous uh, for me and are are the two things I feel like I, I can do most importantly to impact my health. Do you feel like your nutrition shifted when you started versus when you were running? Yeah. Like I, your 30s to your 40s? Yeah, well, I gained weight. But I gained muscle, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, I mean, I lost fat and I gained muscle and I gained weight. And it just shifted my relationship with the scale, right? Mm. I never was terribly scale-oriented, but it um, CrossFit, you know, it requires you to be healthy, not thin. And healthy means uh, eating such that you can build muscle and strength. And that, you know, I did a uh, fitness challenge that we used to do occasionally. This is under a prior owner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I lost a bunch of fat. Didn't really lose any weight. And I was like, oh, I look different in the mirror. Your body composition changed. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also my mind and mental health, right? So there's all of the body stuff. But really the thing about CrossFit for me, and I'm... No, I'm sort of banging the same drum, but it's the mental health. It does just, it smooths the rough edges in a way that I feel the rough edges without a workout. And now, you know, I'm often in here now twice a day, right? I made this pivot. That's been hard for me from the classes to coaching. And it's just because I've missed the community, right? Uh, And there are other ways I get it. But um, that's part of the pivot I didn't exactly expect. Um, but that pivot was um, now it takes like two workouts a day. And I, what I need to work on is getting stronger. But it's the sweat that helps 
um, moderate, you know, the anxiety and stress. Mm -hmm. So I asked Ben, actually, we've been working on getting me stronger, but I needed a sweat, right? So he's added a sweat back in every day just so I keep uh, my brain, you know, exactly where I need it to be. Real quick, let's just, if you don't mind, talk about your experience when you and Stefan came by the house and tried the cold plunge. Um, so real quick, I'll give a little bit of background. Um, I invested in a cold plunge. The, it's called the cold plunge. So it's a filtered um, system that keeps water, um, I think it goes down to 39 degrees. Um, it was one of the first cold days in October, I think. It was, I mean, it was, it was not warm outside. It was cold. Um, definitely below 50, I want to say, in the, in the, in the 40s. Um, and I'd been talking. I'd tried it for maybe three weeks at the time, and it had some really good um, mental health benefits from it, as well as physical like recovery benefits. And um, I'm a big believer in it. Anybody that's listening now, a guy, Wim Hof, has made breath work and cold exposure mainstream. Um, and I think it was just after your like qualifiers for Wadapalooza, body's definitely feeling yep. a little beat up. Yeah. Um, I think I, at that time I had it set to 47 degrees. Just for those who are listening, Wadapalooza qualifier. Oh, it's, a, it's, a it's an a, online competition qualifier for a, a – it's not a CrossFit – it's a CrossFit-sanctioned event um, in Miami um, that was seven individual workouts, five, seven. Anyways, it was over a weekend, very hard weekend. Um, or two weekends, I guess. It was two weekends. Right? I can't remember. I'm so broken, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm it was, still they, they, were, they, were, they were – it was rough. Um and um, so I invited you and uh, one of our coaches to come over and, and try it. And um... it, it was transformative. It did take me two shots of tequila. So I <laughs> want to be clear, right? It was, uh, it, I was very surprised. I think I did it for two minutes. I don't think it was four. Could have no, been four. So in between two and four. You made yeah. it past two, but I don't know if you made it. Uh, and that's the first time I'd ever done it. And I think I told you this story. I've done a lot of outdoor, you know, uh, I mean, a bunch of backpacking stuff. And my boys, like, we would be in the Sierra Nevadas, really cold water, snow-packed-fed, you know, creeks. And they would jump in. Like, I remember one, Hollis and I, my youngest boy, we were standing on the edge. And he said, Dad, I'll jump in if you jump in. And I was like, great, let's do it. <laughs> so we're on the edge, Hollis jumps in. And I remember the look on his face as he turned, flying through the air, looking at me standing on the edge of the, <laughs> I mean, the bank, not having jumped. I eventually got in, but it took a minute. In other words, I'm not crazy about cold water. But <laughs> I will say that to not, like it, it's an all-over body reaction. Uh, almost instantaneously it's like you you get through the immediate reaction of oh shit i'm dying (laughs) which is the first at least for me the first i mean and you know it's a massive shock and then there's like a um settling into it with your mind and uh physical I don't know exactly how to explain it. Like, it's easier when I get out. It's, it's almost like an internal glow. Everything feels alive and active. Uh, like it's dopamine. on. Yeah, dopamine. Yeah, right. It's a chemical, <laughs> yeah, of chemical course. Release. Yes, it's a Yeah, exactly. It feels like a... Thank you. I mean, that, thank you for saving that's me. That's my experience. It's a chemical release. I like no, your internal exactly. glow, though. Internal glow. Uh, 
I like the chemical release, actually, now that you say it that way. That makes a lot more sense. Um, and I just need to, like, I, I need you to tell me. Uh, I get a, a, a weekly workout from Ben that, you know, I, I need you to order cold plunge. Okay. On. That can be done. That's easy to arrange. Because <laughs> if not, I'm not going to do it because it sucks at least initially, but I do think the benefits, even without the tequila, I would do it. I'll be curious to see, so we might try some prescription. Um, I know you're getting ready to head out um, for a little while, but um, for me, like I definitely have an addictive personality. Like I, I just, I own that I do. Like it's not something, it's just, it's just the way that I am, the way that I was hardwired. Yep. Um, and this now like has become that where like some days in the evening, like, I do four minutes in the morning, which are rough. Like I'm not looking every forward day. to it. Yeah, I mean, I don't say every day. Most days, the vast majority of days, I'm going to do morning and evening um, to start and end my day. But the evening, I have found like I'm wanting more and more sometimes. Like I've had a, if I've had a really rough day and I'm tired mentally, like and I'm listening to a good podcast or whatever it is, like I'll be in there and I'm like, oh, it's past four minutes. Like it's about five minutes and I've been here. And it's just going to be interesting. Like, well, um, I'm not going to, uh, yeah, I'm not, I won't prescribe it for you every day, but I'm curious, like, if you, like start chasing that like dopamine release mm, or like in the evening I don't know what it would be but it's like calming like in the morning it jolts me I'm ready to go like whatever it is I can take on the day uh, and then in the evening it's almost like the reverse effect but it's the same it's the same mechanism uh, I could imagine that in a hot tub in a cold plunge I have a hard time imagining that I'm going to lose track of time <laughs> Maybe the, yeah. I mean, that's just been, that's just been something recent that I've experienced. Like I've been doing it for three months, three months now, something like yeah. that. Um, and it, it's not in the morning. In the morning, though, we're like toes are numb, fingers are numb, uh, breath. I'm starting to hyperventilate, and I'm ready to go on the beach. You should not program it. <laughs> I was just gonna me. say that's a bad idea. I didn't mean that. Um, one other thing you did uh, spark for me that I should say is I love bad habits. I love. <laughs> I love them. I love to drink. I love to smoke cigarettes. Uh, I, uh, you know, occasionally I'd like a cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, Go through your list. Of no, bad I'm not going to do that. <laughs> this is being recorded. But, but my, um, it's a bigger point, right? It's like I want my life to be full of joy and things that I get happiness from. And occasionally that's a cigarette and a drink. So maybe they're not bad habits. Oh, that's interesting. So uh, habits that aren't healthy for me that I sometimes get joy out of but have a negative impact. And part of why I work out as hard as I do is that I worry less about the occasional cigarette or having three drinks instead of one or sometimes it's five drinks on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't – I'm not um, – what did I say? uh, uh you know, if uh, don't do this at home, if you uh, so like, I'm not recommending <laughs> all of these bad habits, but I will say there is a relationship for me between uh, my um, my willingness to engage in things I know that aren't healthy for me because generally I lead a really healthy lifestyle and CrossFit in this community and the mental health returns I get have been transformative mm-hmm. and. You know, I believe that. Like, I think CrossFit and my, this gym has probably been the most important part of my life through this last um, 
probably six years, right? It's been a foundation, an anchor, and a platform has helped me stay healthy in my mind, emotionally, through a lot of hard stuff. And um, I've chosen to show up every day, yeah. right? It's a choice. Yeah. And there are some days it's like, I want to roll the hell over and, you know, pull the blanket up and just stay asleep. Those days actually are pretty rare, you know, because I get such a return. Well, and I think and this speaks, to, I know we we're talking about culture, but there, I think there is a piece about community that, especially if you are doing a class consistently, you end up doing a lot of life with that class I over love, the years. I love my like, people. Right? My 530 AM people, and you, Matt and I mean, Will. And, and you may you. not talk a ton because yeah. it's like early in the morning, but you end up going through parents dying, miscarriages, divorces, births, anniversary, happy things too, but you end up doing a lot of life. Because who else do you spend, you know, five to six hours a week with that perhaps other than maybe your family? It's also a form of death and rebirth. (laughs) I I don't think that's an exaggeration. I will, but you know exactly what I mean. (laughs) Like, you do a 20-minute AMRAP I mean, and uh, wrap is as many reps as possible. As many reps as possible of uh, of thrusters and double unders and uh, a burpee box jump over, and you put it all out there and you do it in community. Like I swear, I will do things here with people I love and care about that I would never do on my own. Thousand percent, and that shared commitment. I mean, it is interesting, right? It's like... But you call it shared suffering sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shared, shared, shared commitment, shared suffering. Like, it builds something. Like, it's special. Yeah, it does. It's, and, it's special. And I say commitment. Like, it is shared suffering, but in that commitment... I mean, in that suffering is a commitment to the people who are suffering around you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So that's a great... Yeah. You yeah, build a connection to everybody who you're dying and being reborn with. Right now, that's a little bit hyperbolic but a little listen look at you six years ago and tell me that the Melissa today and the Melissa six years ago was not some version of reborn oh I I definitely I definitely agree with you no this has been a transformative space for me which led into why I bought the gym bought into the gym in 2020 yeah so i you're preaching to the choir here this is it has um to all of a sudden believe in yourself or see your have yourself doing things that you never thought were possible it's a really empowering and transformative thing i'm clumsily trying to underline it for our listening audience (laughs) yeah so i'm uh i I mean i'm actually quite i'm thankful for y'all and what you've done to make this a space that it's as powerful a space for as many people as it is. And I think, I think CrossFit generally has that potential, but it doesn't, it doesn't guarantee it, right? It, it's a lot about the ownership and the coach and the culture. And I think you all have um, leaned into the hard work, right? Because there's no guarantee and it's work, mm-hmm. right? Like you said, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm so, uh, uh, I am, and I think a lot of people are appreciative of the imperfect but super powerful work that y'all do to make this a place that is as anchoring as it is, I think, for, uh, uh, definitely for myself, but for a lot of other people. 
The Triad Podcast Network is sponsored by Jennifer Johnson, owner of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and a local certified financial planner who helps people plan for big financial goals such as retirement or college. Especially now, navigating markets is challenging, particularly for those gearing up for retirement, young professionals, business owners, or retirees. Am I saving enough for retirement? As a business owner, do I need a workplace retirement plan to attract and retain key employees? Am I using the right individual investment strategies? Personally, I had some of those questions. Plus, how do I save for my kid's college education? So I went and got local independent advice from Jennifer and her team at Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. They're located in Winston-Salem, and you can get started like I did with a complimentary, no-obligation consultation right here in the triad. Just call 336-701-1600 or email jennifer at the number 3-magnolias.com. Jennifer at 3-magnolias.com. And be sure to catch Jennifer's podcast covering all sorts of financial tips, trends, and strategies right here on this same feed with the Triad Podcast Network. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. What would be, I mean, we can close out with like what, moving ahead into 2023. Mm-hmm. Like what, where do you, or sometimes in our consults, I like reverse engineer, like in six months from now, if you were to say that you were really happy, like what would have changed? Or a year from now, like, or maybe nothing has to change. You know, it's a great question. I made this pivot with Ben from going to classes to being coached. And part of it is a sort of recognition. I got to decide, am I going to, like just, um, I believe in work. I like to work hard. I like the returns of hard work. And um, I have some big deficits in CrossFit, mainly strength. And I felt like I'm good enough at the other things. I wanted to see, could I get stronger and more capable at the technical things? Because I have enough base aerobic capacity and hard work that I could be decent at it. And so I made the switch to coaching. Individual design. Individual design with a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to clarify, like, it's, I'm not always there to coach you, like, one-on-one yeah, oh, yeah. session. It's like, I'm no, writing design. There. I'm writing yeah. design right. for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. I get an email with a design. I follow the design. It's based on our conversations about, uh, about my weaknesses. I love it. It's good, right? I'm stronger. I, I can tell I'm stronger. I'm also hurt, which doesn't have anything to do with you, right? That's about me being 51, and I'm on the road a lot. I don't always warm up enough. I did a bunch of ring muscle-ups when I was on a long trip and hurt my shoulder. We're not programmed. We're programmed. They're a part of the program. Uh, Yeah, no, I was just, uh, I dropped into a box in Anchorage, Alaska. No, no, part of their program, not part of Ben's design. Oh, their program, Yeah. (laughs) Not Ben, but you, you I did do a program. You, I told you to, just to drop into a box. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but my point is in, in 2023, like I've often had on my annual goals below, uh, you know, exist without injury. So mm-hmm. I need to heal a groin and a shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I want to have a year of individual design to see if I can get stronger 
and take a solid run at the open. I'm not like I'm not going to go to the games, right? I'm not. There are too many. Ex- you get, I mean, you got the, the open, which you do well in typically. Yeah. Again, that's that's, that, 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 that's, yeah. that's that's it's good for you because it's like volume work, typically not super super high skill work right. or like heavy or heavy super lifting. Strong, right. Yeah. So then you have the age the age group online qualifier. That's where I get stuck, that, and yeah. I want to do better in that. Yeah, and then you, I mean you. I mean, again, we never know how they're going to structure the season because yeah. they're constantly changing it. Obviously, one of the issues of the sport. But um, I mean, in twenty, in, yeah, in twenty twenty three, I'd love to be in the top twenty percent of the age qualifiers. Okay. So if I were to put out there a line in the sand, it's that. Okay. Yeah. Could I be in the top twenty percent in my age group in those age qualifiers, which is basically you know the top twenty percent in the world in this. 50, you know, the sport of fitness. 50, yeah. 50 to 54. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, I would, I would like to just address, like, how, to for clarification purposes, anybody that has not been to our gym and know that we de-affiliated from CrossFit um, due to, for me, as a, as an owner, what was lack of support during COVID, um, and then comments that were definitely um, impacted people in a very negative way racially by the, the owner at the time. And I have not seen any true riding of the ship from going from one CEO that was non-existent to a whole new CEO who I don't know like that for me it's not been a worth the return to actually being affiliated with CrossFit now what I will say is I believe in what the methodology methodologies of CrossFit but also in some of the the flaws in their teaching in my eyes and what they say they do versus what they do um I agree with a lot with what they say but again it's not what they say per se is what you do and what i've seen there is like again i just want to i just want to make sure that we differentiate like the sport of competing in crossfit but the gym itself is not a crossfit gym will not be a crossfit gym just because i do similar movements um, they don't own the rights to yeah yeah thank um, you yeah i I love the open Mm -hmm. like it is a democratic like it is democracy at its best right the the creation of a platform that allows you know people of all shapes and sizes and fitness levels to engage in a competition across everybody else in their age group in the world who decided to play. So I um, appreciate a lot about CrossFit in terms of the platform and the structure it's created, the organization of the set of uh, uh, activities, the methodology, like it's not perfect. I, I get and agree with the de-affiliation and there's no good reason to pay the money to re-affiliate i will say i i have a lot of appreciation for the architecture and some of the structure they build upon which we and others can operate yeah 100 it's been life-changing me if without crossfit this gym would not have been formed and then i would not have had the opportunity to buy it right um so again i can own that there's dichotomies involved within myself because i love the sport um the the sport for me, probably more than the than the maybe even the community changed my life coming out of the military. Um, gave me something to focus on. Gave me like a new mission, um, if you could say. And then that that mission has changed. Obviously, as going from what I wanted to be a competitor to now like wanting to be a gym owner and impact others. I'm actually talking about the company, which okay. which uh, generally I would say I don't. Like, I recognize all of the challenges that you said, but the institutionalization of it through an organization that created these platforms that allow an open and all of that stuff to happen, they are 
not perfect and there are all sorts of problems and they've made some serious um they've built some things that matter a lot to a lot of people and i give them credit for that well i agree with that statement more i got no issues with that statement at all and that's Again, that's owning dichotomies in myself, right? Well, we like, all have them. Name, yes, yeah. That's, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I love a good contradiction, right? <laughs> yeah, we all. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, thank you, Justin. Yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to share or add? Oh, um... Maybe about your boys. I feel like Hollis and Miles. Like I don't know if you. I want do to have give two boys. Two I have a twenty-one-year-old uh, and a uh, almost twenty-year-old. Uh, who uh, just light up my life in all sorts of ways. Smart and funny and caring. <laughs> One lives in Portland, Maine, the other in Savannah, Georgia. Um, you know, I've tried to get them both into CrossFit. And uh, Hollis, uh, the younger one, can squat more than I can. Both my back and front squat still. Uh, and they both care about fitness, but and they're not in a place in their lives where regular routine feeds them, which I totally understand. Mm -hmm. I love a routine. Oh man, tell me about it. Love it. And, uh, and part of it is because is I love when I don't have to worry about anything because I know I have a routine. And like the, the beauty of routine for me, which I used to argue with my younger brother about this, he used to, in college I carried around a planner. So I know what my homework was. I know what the classes are. Because then when I didn't have anything, I could do whatever the hell I wanted to do. I could drink. I could run around. I could lay about. Uh, <laughs> lay about. <laughs> I would lay about. <laughs> so, I mean, what you're describing is um, a, there's a whole, well, it's a short, very short book by Jocko Willink. Jocko, the former Navy SEAL, does Echelon Front. Like, a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, discipline equals freedom because you were disciplined yes, with that planner like you gave you the freedom, freedom to do yes. whatever you wanted to do when they were hey there's nothing on my calendar I can do whatever yeah. I want yeah. and that I'm good like I have peace of mind about it a thousand percent it's always been my like I love uh, I love I love coming in here at the same time I love working hard I know when I'm in front of my computer I know when I'm going to eat and then I'm when when I don't have to you're going to lay about. You're not sure where you'll find me. And I'll probably be laying about, possibly drunk and smoking. <laughs> but probably not. <laughs> You've seen me lay about. I can lay about with the best of them. Yeah, lay about. <laughs> um, I think that's all that I have to say. I wish it was slightly more coherent. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.